Valley of Famine contains mature content. Please be sure to check the episode notes for specific content warnings before listening. The Rogue Valley Roleplayers Podcast is an affiliate of Battle Bards, an online resource of music, sound effects, and all sorts of other audio goodies that you can use in your own games and shows. Head on over to BattleBards.com and check out their wide assortment of tracks. And if you like what you hear, be sure to pick up a Prime membership and don't forget to use our promo code RVRPODCAST when you do. Hello and welcome everyone to the Rogue Valley Roleplayers. My name is Ben, I am the Marshal, I am running the game, doing the shindig, all that stuff. Uh, my name is Rosemary and I play Rachel Jane Kennedy. She's a gunslinger and a Bahir. This is Austin, donning the flesh of Wynon Beardsley. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I guess that's me now. Uh, I'm Ed. I'm playing Daisy Gilmore, weird scientist, former deputy of Jackson County, Bahir of the Ottoman Empire, and captain of the Zephyr. Uh, I don't know. I have a name. But I don't have a name for my ship yet. Nope. But captain of an airship. <laughs> I'm Nick S. I play Haru Matsuhara, the sa- samurai who has become harrowed. Uh, so yeah, let's get back to Rachel. Um, so you like so you rode out for your sister's house and then yeah, like had a fight with her. Oh okay. And then like went probably to bed, and then like at some point in the middle of the night was like, nah, I can't fucking take it, and like gets out of bed, holsters up, rides back into town. You're you're like trying to get out the door and like Scout comes over and takes a hold of the hem of your duster and is like yanking hanging back on it. She says, No, Scout, no, stay. Mm-hmm. Stay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> stay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is this something I've gotta do, boy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he He needs to be taken care of. Once and for all. Good boy. She pats him on the head and, like, shuts the door on him. Aww. She doesn't want him to watch her. He starts yipping despairingly. Yeah, you'd see him pop up in one of the windows. Stay. Good boy. She hardens her heart. Gets on Oakley. 
and turns to ride into town. All right. You ride into town. It's night. It's the middle of the night. Probably actually like early, early, early morning. Yeah, she'll go up to the hotel. Uh, swing off of Oakley, drape the reins over the rail, mm-hmm. and like turn to go inside. Unless there's anyone. You see the man in gray standing at the other end of the street. So Rachel's like about to like walk up like the step to enter the hotel, and you know she kind of like just looks around to see if there's people around. Yeah, no, she's and then she like spots this guy in gray. And she like freezes. And goes, Son of a bitch. And she like turns and goes back down the step. Mm-hmm. And like walks towards him. Does he vanish again? He does not. But as you you get closer like he turns and just walks around the edge of the building. Um, she'll call out to him. You know, like, you, there in the gray. Hold up. He doesn't stop and disappears around the building. She's going to follow around the building. Right. Yeah, you turn the, the corner just in time to see him, like, turn around another corner she'll start kind of running okay and she'll like not like a sprint but like a quick faster time like you think you should be gaining on him but each time like he's just up ahead turning another corner she's gonna as long as she can she's gonna follow him you know being like hey like hold up yeah you you clear and uh you see you know there's like a, a open road leading out of town, you see him further up ahead, just walking. No idea how he got that far ahead of you. I think she's so caught up in just like wanting to know who this person is who's been following her since Utah that she's not registering how, like, that she's left town. Like, that she's so she's just gonna like now she's gonna like kind of sprint up this road towards him you're sprinting after him and you keep going um and eventually you find yourself at the jacksonville cemetery um and that's when you lose sight of him Uh, the cemetery is otherwise abandoned even the lights in edgar pittman's little house have gone out um there's two two ravens in the in one of the trees. The graveyard is the only other sign of life. Like a roll won't show me where he's gone. No. Like she's gonna look around to see if she can like you know spot him crouching behind like a gravestone or something like that. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, you you look around. Um, and you don't you don't see any sight of him, but eventually, like your your path brings you to Macario's headstone. Ooh. Rachel looks at that headstone, um, and like reaches her hand out and like rests it on top of the 
Like, is it is it clean or is it like? It's clean. Okay, she'll like rest her hand on top of it and um, just like kind of shake her head a couple times as she thinks of Macario. I think this is maybe the first time she's been to his grave since he was buried. And she'll say, Sure, miss you, friend. Really use your advice right about now. Things just ain't been the same without you. And now, now I expect you wanna be proud of the path I'm aiming to take. I. S- Thought coming back here was going to be a fresh start for me, and it turns out everywhere I go, I'm just surrounded by ghosts. At this point, you kind of you hear some low snarls, and you look up, and there's there's two wolf-like creatures, or well, wolves. There's two wolves, big wolves, that are like prowling around through the, the tombstones. She'll hold still. She'll say, she's still, like, still addressing Macario. Look, I know that you probably can't hear me. But, and I know you're probably busy with all of your, you know, spiritual duties and all. <laughs> but, I sure would appreciate some sort of sign. A sign. A voice rings out behind you. <laughs> I think Rachel's genuinely surprised. Um, she'll like snatch her hand off the grave, like stand up, you know, kind of being like, "Who's who's spying on me?" You see the man in gray. Okay. Although uh, it's not like a gray suit or anything. It's like this this ratty gray poncho or cloak. Uh, it's over him. He's, he's got this wide brim gray hat that's pulled low, very low over an eye. Um, and he's leaning on uh, a staff. A sign, you ask? Your past may define you, daughter of Caroline, but you choose your future. Who the fuck are you? What day is it? Will it be? It's... I don't know what day that is. It's Wednesday. Huh. Fielner. Let me call me Fielner. Are you foreign? Mm. You could say that. Well, why are you following me around? I saw you in Utah. Yes, and I you. And in Shen Fan. Yeah. And earlier today. You're an interesting person. Rachel, daughter of Caroline. Look, I already am seeing someone, okay? So, while it's appreciated... <laughs> he kind of just, like, smiles. 
Not quite like that. No offense intended. Mm. What's your business with me, then? You... You have suffered a great deal in your life, haven't you? Don't normally go talking about stuff like that with strangers. You know my name. I know yours. Are we truly strangers? Yeah. Fair. <laughs> Look. If you're Moloch pretending again. Uh, as, as if I would stoop to such levels as that deceptive fiend. Well, you're some other sort of deceptive fiend at work, then. I ain't buying what you're selling. A fiend. You wound me, daughter of Caroline. Look, just say it plainly. What do you want with me? These are dark times. And you face darker ones still. My name is Focus. No. <laughs> I knew it! <laughs> and such times call for heroes. Yeah, well, she thinks about what she was going to do this morning. She might still do. And she says, I think you got the wrong woman. Do I? Look. Daughter of Caroline, were you not the one who did not give up when that child was lost? Daniel... I'm not familiar with his father. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's... I was just doing my job. Your job? Yeah, I was a deputy. A kid goes missing, you gotta look for him. Everyone else had given up. You went above and beyond the duties of a deputy. Look, mister... And what about that night train came? Those creatures rushing into the streets of Middleford? Medford. Look, we were all defending the town. I ain't did nothing in that that not any one of my friends did. And your friends are heroes too. Yeah, they are. They are heroes. Me, uh... I ain't convinced. Oh? And why is that? Because I'm gonna go murder my ex-husband. Mm, he probably deserves it. Yeah, but that don't make it right. Or heroic. But... And is that what you want? You know, I... spent the... night tossing and turning... And you know, know what I decided? I can live with that, knowing that piece of shit scum will be wiped off the face of the earth. And you decided this in a single night, did you? Well, I you know, didn't make a promise if I ever saw Paul again, I'd kill him. 
Twelve days I spent learning wisdom. She gives him like a really puzzled look. Who are you? Have you not guessed? It was my runes you once used. She, uh, gets like this, oh shit, expression on her face. Yet you allowed this Moloch creature to convince you that he was the source of such power. I didn't know what to believe. He deceived you. Again, and again, and again, daughter of Caroline. Yeah, I know. I made mistakes. I fucked up. And what do heroes do when they make mistakes? They make them right. They redeem themselves. They do, but I don't think murder is redemption. Mm, perhaps not. Yeah, I think you're. Uh, I think you found uh, the wrong person. But if you're looking for a hero, Ms. Oakley didn't think so. Yeah, well, Annie's always had a soft spot in her heart for me. And he, he takes a few steps closer. Uh, and you kind of see he's, just, he's got like a gray beard and an older looking man. You can clearly tell that he's missing his left eye. It's just an empty socket. Would you care to learn wisdom before making such life-changing decisions? It will not be easy. But not every power out there seeks to deceive, to destroy. Look. I come with you. I learn wisdom. Without wisdom tells me it's okay to shoot Paul. And that's the wisdom. You ain't gonna interfere? Your choice is your choice. I have no intention of taking your free will from you. And I swear that on my name. Whichever one you wish. All 170 of them. So be it. Let's go learn wisdom. Excellent. Come, Rachel, daughter of Caroline. You've a long twelve days ahead of you. So, twelve days later, there has been neither sign nor sight of Rachel. Also, Scout really needs to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I would imagine her sister let him out of the house. Yeah. 
Well, first day, Haru would have been like, well, she's up to her own devices. I'm going to go to the bank and see if I can get Macario's homestead wrestled away from them. Yeah, that um, winds up being an expensive endeavor, although probably not nearly as expensive for you as the bank would hope. <laughs> I'd, li- I'd like to imagine that it's like part- considered partially vandalized because of the modifications that he made because he thought they looked cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll say $300 later, You, it's it's yours now. 300 Wow, that's as much as Wynon's horse. <laughs> so that's the first day. Haru, after not seeing, if he didn't see her by that night, he would have just been looking all over town, like going to her sisters, going to Ross, going to the. Ooh. Yeah, Ross is, is like, where's my deputy? What's going on? I will continue looking for her. I... Any, hear anything about a disturbance at the uh, Flint's? I will go to the Jacksonville Inn and check. All right. Yeah. You do that. I might I might not be as diplomatic as I should. Now, here's the terrible thing. Haru does not know that that is Paul Flint. Oh, my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you, uh, you head on over to uh, the former Jacksonville Inn, Flint's. Walking in the door, looking very authoritatively. Yeah, uh, the the saloon section of it has been a little little renovated. There's a few more like gambling games and stuff like that, but other than that, it's largely unchanged. Unchanged. Um, you see, uh, presumably the proprietor, the new owner, standing by like the the check-in area. He's flipping through a some sort of log book or something. Excuse me. Have you had any interesting things happen over the past 24 hours or so? Mm, I got my sign changed out. You have not seen a a deputy come by? Mm, Billy Johansson stopped by for a drink. What about, um, and he goes to describe Rachel because he's not sure if this man would know her by name. Hmm. No. No one by that description. Where could she have gone? But if you do find her, I would be most appreciative. And he reaches under the counter and pulls out what looks like a very heavy envelope. Give this to her. It's sealed. How do you know her? She never told you? I understand from what I've heard that the two of you are uh, quite close. Who are you? Name's Paul Flint. I'm going to go find Rachel. Sounds like the best course of action. Please be sure to give that to her. Oh, I will. 
Appreciate it. Her straightens like if he could get any more uh -huh. straight like. Hmm. That probably too is for the best. Good day. Hardest on this fence of like, do I respect her privacy and not open it, or do I open it and find out if it's a bomb or something? <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite that large. Anthrax. <laughs> it's not. Is anthrax a thing? The plague. It's the plague. It's the plague. Yeah, Anthrax hadn't started playing metal yet. Yeah, a little under 100 oh. years to go before Anthrax mm. wars. Oh, okay. Actually, he'd go to Ross. Yeah, uh, Ross is like getting his horse saddled. He's, it looks like he's gearing up for war, actually. She's. She's. Not at the inn. Was she there? Did that son of a bitch know anything about it? Tosses the thing on like a small stool or something on the, the patio of the sheriff's office. The he, fuck is this? He told me to give this to her. Did you know who he was? Yeah, I found out last night. So you're saying that he hasn't taken her or done anything. He said he hasn't. I don't trust it. Damn it. Well, there goes that plan. I could go make sure. We still gotta obey the restrictions of the law, Mr. Matsuhara. I find anything he does suspect. That's enough for most courts. Mm. Not so much here, not anymore. What, Jonathan writes some new laws? Yeah, he's got this, this finicky thing about proving guilt beyond a, a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> no! Damn it, he changed the West. What the hell? <laughs> I, I, I've got to say, he's a legitimate businessman. <laughs> Yeah, no, he, we've, we've got to know he's committed a crime. I promised I promised Rachel that, that I'd put pressure on him. And the moment he slips up, I will bury him deep. Oh, I will help. I, I, I reckon everyone will, will help. But until we have something, we can't do anything to him. It would, it would involve me, like, retconning a role or anything like that, but what, did I notice anything odd about Paul? Yeah, you can make me a notice roll. Add a negative four. Yeah, those are mine. Stay away. <laughs> Sorry, they were... <laughs> <laughs> what is I'm, this? I'm adding a d6. Okay. So, yeah, seven, eleven, so minus four, seven. Uh, yeah, one, his shadow didn't match him. Was not the same person. Uh, two, he didn't breathe once <laughs> in the time that uh, the two of you conversed. There was no chest rise or fall action. 
and three, he was not a healthy pale uh, or a healthy skin color. He was pale, like dead pale. But did he blink? No, he didn't. He didn't have a little voice telling him. <laughs> blink, Hara, blink. There we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, his voice just says, be a dick, Paul. Be a dick. There's another thing, Ross. Hmm. I think he's like us. Fuck. Hey, good. Too many walking, talking corpses already. At least we'll know how to put him down. That's true. But if he doesn't have Rachel, then where the fuck is Rachel? I think the two of you can show up at this time. The deputy has gone missing, it seems. Who the hell are you? Why not? He's uh... Sheriff Abraham Ross. What's your business? Well, uh, I came into town with my friends, the deputy, Mr. Matsuharu, Miss Gilmore, uh, because I'm interested in helping out a little bit. He's and a hero. Why not close his eyes? I give you a look. <laughs> he gets an instant headache, like immediately. Aha, <laughs> uh, uh-huh. okay. He helped us um, a lot while we were in Deseret. Yeah. And he's proven himself quite capable. Uh, is he knowledgeable? He knows about a great many things, yes. That definitely seems to be his strength, actually. Do you mind if I shut the door, Sheriff? Oh, please. I thought you'd already shut that. Sorry, I was in the way. You're a walking <laughs> corpse, aren't you? What makes you say that? Well, you try to hide the smell with the alcohol and the cigarettes. Didn't say anything. Which one are you told? Was it Rachel? I'll fucking kill her. <laughs> as soon as I find her. <laughs> I'll find her and then I'll kill her. Yeah. I mean, I guess it ain't, ain't worth hiding from you. My name's ain't actually Abraham Ross. Kane Rose. Herod Graves. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Jonathan Graves? That, that Graves? That Graves. Yeah, I guess they're brothers. Oh, good God, twice the trouble. (laughs) You brought a second Graves? (laughs) I seem to have a knack for this. Allow me a bit of poison, Miss Gilmore. The fact that he would choose to associate with one like you is absolutely unsurprising. Well, yeah, because he's a great guy. He has right. been a stand-up citizen so far that I can prove. Just and now he's kind of... He's also the mayor. Yeah. I mean, they tried to make me mayor, so that didn't work out. I would agree in your shoes. Too much public eyes, attention. Yeah, I barely like being sheriff. All I can say is shit floats to the top. He doesn't smile at all when he says that. 
Anyway. Rachel. We gotta find Rachel. I will begin searching. Well, let's start at the beginning. Where was the last place you saw her? Um. Well, we were, we were leaving Jacksonville last night. And, uh. Well, it turns out her ex-husband, her abusive ex-husband, owns the, uh, the, what used to be the Jacksonville Inn. What's he look like? Uh, dark-haired man, kind of pale. Wynon tries to remember if he saw anyone like that. I don't think he did, right? You yeah, you did. You talked to him. Oh, I talked to the proprietor. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm really drunk, though. It's true. You were really drunk. Maybe you don't remember. I, I believe I might remember him, but... It's hazy for reasons that he looks at Haru and Daisy, I think should be fairly obvious. He drank a lot on the train. Ha. Huh. Fortunately, I'm a gifted tailor. As you see, I've changed my outfit. We were joking. <laughs> I was only going along with... She's not there. I was... I was... <laughs> I was going to make you wear a big fancy cowboy like or a 10-gallon hat instead of the proper bowler, but we got out of hand. <laughs> Miss Gilmore, I'm not even offended at you, but I thought Haru was better than this. Oh. You clearly don't know <laughs> Well, anyway, enough about me. My cover is blown. It's a shit show already, so let's just get this on the road. I talked with this man yesterday, I think, and he may have... He may have visited me in my room. <laughs> he what? It's not what it's... Well, it's not what it sounds like. Someone named Phil Custard? I'm, I'm sorry, what'd you say his name was? Phil Custard? Seriously? Custard? Custard. Like like the, the pastry? Exactly like the pastry. <laughs> How's this helping us find Rachel? <laughs> because a mysterious man has stalked me, it stands to reason that he may have also had a dealing with Rachel. He paid me a visit last night, an unasked for, unannounced visit where he came out of thin air. You might have been drinking. He came, he could have come through the door and you just not notice? I was drinking, but. It was the kind of thing where I don't think I could make it up if I was as stoned as the Grand Canyon. Is that a saying? <laughs> it is not. <laughs> like, is like, like, legitimately like, wait. Don't look at me. I ain't heard that one before. You know, I told you about that book I wrote. Well, perhaps you'll find it one day. It has many such quips. You might enjoy it, Haru. Kane's just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I'm going to go find Rachel. We will all go. Uh, point of fact, here's how Custard looks. And he gives everybody a description of him. Okay. And like his voice. And... I haven't seen such a man. And then Rachel and I spend a lot of time around each other. She would have maybe mentioned something. She, she did mention, though, there was somebody watching her. A man in gray with a, a gray hat and gray, just gray, watching her across the street. I didn't see him. Just a gray man with a gray hat. 
I didn't, I said, I didn't see him. She just told me there was a man in gray watching her across the street. And when I went to look, he wasn't there. So we're looking for a gray man in a gray hat, Phil Custard, <laughs> and perhaps some involvement from what her ex-husband was it? Yes. I can tell the gears are turning, Mr. Matsuhara. Can I help you with something? Maybe. When I figure out how I feel about it, I'll get back to you. Look, let's uh, we'll split up for now. Let's search town. And if we don't turn up Rachel, we'll uh, broaden our search. Start off at places she might have been, might have gone to uh, reflect. Has anyone checked on Macario's grave recently? Uh, She might have gone to talk to him. The graveyard, you're saying? Who, Who again? Why would she go talk to him? We know he's not there. A symbol. Or did she go... Do you think she went to Crater Lake? She could have. Who knows? She's disappeared. (laughs) (laughs) Go to Crater Lake. He's a great... Her spitball in places that she could have gone. Like... She could be anywhere. I think we should start by asking around town. The Sheriff uh, Abraham, was it? Sheriff Ross, yep. That's the name you can call me. Uh, I think he's correct. We should split up. But be on guard, of course. I'm always on guard. Especially with that bastard here. Wait, what bastard? (laughs) Paul's here. That Paul? That Paul. Oh, shit. Well, why did you say so? (laughs) Well, I thought you'd react the same way I want to. (laughs) Well, where is he? We We know where to look. You know, Flint's... What used to be the oh. Jacksonville, Inn, Jacksonville Inn? Yeah, he owns it now. Why aren't we going there? I already have. And as Sheriff Ross has so pointedly told me, we can't do anything outside of the law. And I... As much as I want to, must agree. Of course, uploading, upholding the law is incredibly important to me. I consider it among my prime values. Shall we get started? Yes. I will search the north end of town. I'll check the west. Well, I'll go south. You search north, you search south, you search west, you search east, broadening your parameters. Um, Until nine days, 
go by with no sign of Rachel. I think at some point Wynon will have given that up okay. and he will start doing basically a cursory search and like interviewing people about what happened during the winter. Mm-hmm. Seeing if you can get uh, people details. are pretty close lipped about that. You know, you, you start talking, they're, they're pretty friendly, and then you're like, So, what happened last winter? And they're, they're Why do you want to know about that? Oh, uh, I heard that was a little bit of trouble. It was a rough winter. Run low on food. Yeah, you could say that. Maybe some animal attacks. Yeah, animals got hungry too. Wild ones. What sort of animals? I don't know. Bears, wolves, elk. All right. Uh, well, listen. I don't want to trouble you. Uh, have a good day. Me too. Haru would have not given up. I mean, he except for the passing out at night. But it would have been like he would have shuffled off into an alley, fallen down gotten back up <laughs> I think at one point um, uh, on the the end of the ninth day uh, you Daisy and Sheriff Ross uh, have ridden as far as you can out into the the wilderness around Jacksonville trying to figure out what the hell happened where is Rachel and give me notes rolls Four? Four. Yeah, you're you're walking, you know, riding through the forest, and you see, uh, you both see uh, a raven, a large raven, sitting in the lower branches of a tree, looking down at all at, at you. I am uneasy. Yeah. We've seen birds like that before, and it's never been a great omen. They're carrion eaters. It uh, it sees you all kind of looking up at it, and it kind of bounces up and down on the branch for a couple of seconds, and it takes off and flies further into the forest. Damn it. <laughs> Is it flying off in the way that we were kind of heading? Or some other direction? Uh, kind of, but a little, like, off the, the path you were planning on taking. Okay, well. Should we take that as a sign of something, or? You see a second one come flying overhead, and it goes off in the same direction. Um, or is there just something shiny over there that they're after? Could be a dead body. Well, that thought crosses Haru's mind, and yeah. he gets over his fear right quick. <laughs> well, we should go check then. So we head off towards that direction. Haru's got his gun like, the moment one of you guys come near me, I'm shooting you. <laughs> <laughs> you follow um, Ross along with you. Uh, and these two ravens, you see them, like, they... they fly off ahead and like stop off on a branch wait till you get closer and they keep on fly a bit and then stop wait and fly on a bit and maybe 20 minutes of this and you come to uh, you're deep deep in this forest 
uh, and you come out into a large clearing, and this massive oak tree is growing in the middle of it. And you see Rachel hanging from its limbs. What kind of hanging? Mm, not the good kind of hanging. Like from a rope around her neck? Oh, shit. <laughs> yep. Well. Take it back. I don't want to learn wisdom. <laughs> Go get her down. Gotta cut her down. Yeah, I'm like, stop! How do I snap out of it? Then I'll go climb the tree. Right, give me an athletics roll. All right, let's see. I probably got D4 in that. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's been a long time since I rolled a D4 in this game. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, no. Yeah, all you're right. trying to find. Okay. Oh, we'll Benny it. It's not early in the night at all. No. That's better. I got a five. Yeah, five. You, yeah, you managed to climb up. You you're able to reach where Rachel is hanging. Like how far off the ground is she? Pretty pretty high up. Yeah. Well, how much extra rope is there? It the rope goes like to the top of the tree. Cause I don't want it. Well. Yeah, if it's far, I don't want like to like cut her body down and then. Or well, Haru would go under like uh, where she's at and catch her. Let's do that. <laughs> you got a plan. You know what? Take it back. Don't help me. It's cool. Like, Haru, I'm, I'm going to cut her down. So, yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. I'm just hoping you, that you know she's you not dead. The rope. I don't want to break her body doing this. Make so. an athletics roll. Another one. Or he does. He makes it. Oh, okay. Six. <laughs> so yeah, I got a nine. In her. You you catch her body and she falls and you you catch her and she's just limp in your arms. He puts her head to her head. What tries to watch to see if their chest is breathing at all. Then he lays her down, like on his knees, like he's on his knees holding her. Reaches his hand up, pets her hair. Rachel, Rachel, Rachel. gets serious, stands back up and starts carrying him over to his horse. Okay. You carry her over to, to Coon. And I didn't, instead of just throwing her over the back, he... <laughs> <laughs> She's still trailing like this rope. Take a knife and I cut it free from her neck. Alright. You, uh... You cut the rope free. I don't think you, there's enough give to really cut the rope free, but like you slip the the, the noose, knot, the oh, noose yeah. up, yeah. and you you pull it yeah. from better, her better neck. Idea. <laughs> better idea. And as Sorry, as you remove, he's not thinking. <laughs> as you remove the noose from Rachel's neck, she gasps in breath, and you wake up. <sighs> Boom! <laughs> <laughs> I had the same time. I was like. <gasps> 
I'm so glad you caught her then. What? It's dark. I can't see. Because <laughs> my face is cracked. Her shoulder. Shh, shh, shh. Don't talk too much. You were, you were hanging. <coughs> what? You were hanging from the tree over there. We thought. I thought what tree. <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, I take that back. Yeah, what tree? Whoa. Oh, tree. Yeah, that oak is gone. Actually, what tree? <laughs> Daisy falls out of thin air. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd probably climb down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goes. And. What? Are, are you like Haru now? Am I like Haru uh, now? You are not like Haru now. <laughs> oh, thank God. But, uh, yeah, you hung from the tree of wisdom for nine days. It was nine days, actually. I had to look it up. I was wrong. It's not 12 days. 12 days, 12 nights. Nine days, nine nights. And, uh, yeah, you understand the runes. You understand that. Moloch lied to you in no way, shape, or form do your powers come from him. They are not demonic in origin. And you feel an odd weight at your hip where uh, repentance normally is. I think in the like disorientation of coming to in the middle of the woods in Haru's arms she would be like not maybe noticing that right away. Yeah, it's probably a minor, minor detail right now. She's probably <laughs> going to be like more like, heart, I can't breathe. <laughs> Let's her go a little bit, but still holding on. Like, you're not leaving my side for at least a month. <laughs> <laughs> Do I like remember what? Everything. Everything? So do I have wisdom now? Yeah. What's mm. that like? It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. It's better to just be smart. <laughs> yeah. Everybody starts expecting answers from you, and you just be like, you have to figure it out. Do I have both eyes? You do still have both eyes. You didn't have to make that sacrifice. I was a little worried. Odin made that sacrifice for you. So did Custard do this to you? <laughs> Who? Custard. What? He's this guy who's been terrorizing, well, Herod and... Yeah. Who? Wynon. Phil Custard has been tormenting Wynon. And he's our prime suspect for who might have done this to you other than, you know... Or Paul. Paul. Or was it uh, that man in gray? Did that man in gray do this? Yes. Where is he? No, you know, um, uh, hmm. Nine days. I realize now maybe I should have, uh, left a letter or something. <laughs> <laughs> You're also, like, super fucking thirsty and super yeah. fucking hungry. Can we maybe discuss this somewhere where there's... She just grabs a canteen and starts guzzling water. 
I was so worried. <laughs> I, I can tell. I can't feel my arm. It, you've cut off blood circulation. We were all worried, Deputy. What? Uh, what? What the hell happened? This might sound crazy, but I think I met a god. Um, yeah, we need to get you some food and some, some sleep. You're, you're delirious, Deputy. Uh, I'm, I don't want to discredit her, though. We've seen all seen very strange, weird things. I mean, I, I'm not saying it's a god, but couldn't there be a benevolent being? I don't know why a benevolent being would hang you. I'm just spitballing here. Yeah, I, that's 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 my hesitation here. Valorians would never do anything like that to teach people. Uh-huh. Or have they? <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, Ross. I went back into town. What, what date last night? What? What? You've been Last gone night? nine days, deputy. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. I went into back into town. I was going to shoot Paul. I still might. That ain't off the table. I mean, you just came back to life from hanging from a tree. I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. <laughs> Appreciate that. She's alive, alive. I, I see that. I won't lie. I'm a little envious. That's not fair. But I'm not going to complain either. I was about to go in. I was determined. I was going to shoot him and then turn myself over to you. That's probably for the best that you didn't. I don't think that would have gone over well. What do you mean? Um... Your your ex-husband, he's like us. So you did kill him, Rachel? She's both overjoyed and upset. <laughs> I, uh, I guess it didn't take. God damn it. Why can't, no offense, you two, why can't people just stay dead? When they are dead, you're, you're dead. You're fucking dead. I shot him, so I wouldn't have to worry about him being around anymore. And now you're telling me? I'm, uh, I'm just going to ignore the part where you admitted to attempted murder. Probably took place outside my jurisdiction anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so something happened, unspecified, right after you parted ways with your ex-husband and he died and then came back like one of us except he probably ain't as uh, warm and cuddly like me well that was a joke I'm not warm and cuddly please don't hug me <laughs> do you need a hug? <laughs> I told you you a concerned look if he's already dead I can kill him and there's no law broken. Uh, that's not how the public sees it. How do you explain a walking, talking man? No one else knows he's a corpse. What if we could prove that he was a corpse? Do we want to prove that? Do we want to people... kind of 
try to keep that stuff on the down low because if they start asking questions about people who were already buried in their town and seem to get back up again, they're going to ask more questions. <laughs> or persons who uh, took an extended leave of absence and were not seen for several days. Because a Wendigo had disemboweled him and killed his horse. Still better about that. I would be too. Seuss is a fine horse, but I still miss Enoch. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. We're gonna table the discussion on killing Paul momentarily. Okay. I was gonna kill him. I caught sight of the stranger who's been following me since Utah. Alright. And I followed him. Okay. Maybe should have let someone know where I was going first. Yeah, that probably would have been a good idea, deputy. <laughs> it was a spur-of-the-moment decision. No shit. He was going to get away. Okay. And then? I, uh... Chasing the stranger, hanging from a tree that is no longer there. I, I don't... Look, all I can tell you is I follow the stranger to the graveyard... Macario's grave. <laughs> well, you were right about something. We almost, we almost went to go look for you at uh, the the Great Wizard's Park. Island. Yeah. No, I went to his his tombstone here in Jacksonville. I don't rightly know how I wound up there. The stranger vanished, and. Well, anyways, I asked for a sign, and um, the stranger appeared. Said he'd give me wisdom. Look, I know it sounds crazy now, alright? But at the time, I wasn't thinking straight, okay? I can read runes. You could read runes before. But now I know where they come from. The source of the power. You need to get some sleep. Lumerians. You figured it out? Look, I know it sounds crazy. But look. And she'll draw um, rage. These runes. Do I notice anything unusual about these runes? Now oh, they're they still at rage? glowing that, that not so nice color of red. That ugly, ugly sinful red color. That's concerning. She's gonna draw. They've, they've, it's been like that always since uh, since that conversation with Moloch. Okay, but now with her new understanding of runes, does she? Like, uh, oh, um, hmm. can she I, see where that power is drawing from? No, you you recognize the runes themselves that you've inscribed as runes of power to uh, enchant the gun, but. As far as where, like, the energy of that red glint, you don't recognize where that comes from. What's what's that on your belt, Rachel? Look, so, these runes, I I have, and then on my other gun, here, and she'll draw, um, Repentance. Repentance is gone. In its place is another big iron. It looks kind of like a big, huge Colt Dragoon 
uh, the grip feels right. It feels perfect in your hand. Uh, and it's the metal is cast like flowing ice. Um, and the, the gun is this, this kind of silvery gray. The gun metal is a silvery gray color. And it's got like a, a black wooden handle. And it's got all these runes inscribed on it. And it, uh, you recognize the runes. They say, Gungnir. I look at him and I go, this isn't my gun! Well, um, that's alarming. If that's not your gun. Somebody hung you from a tree and put a gun in your belt. Uh. I'm trying to understand the motive here. I'm gonna, like, spin it around. Oh, it feels so right. I'm gonna take a shot at, like, a tree. Okay. Just... To see how it feels. All right. Yeah, you you slip a, a bullet into the chamber, uh, and you you kind of you just spin it, and you, you almost on instinct you just you concentrate on the rune uh, for loaded for bear that you want, and and you kind of you feel the power emanate and flow from you into the gun, and you just know that this bullet has been imbued even though it didn't actually do the act of carving and then you, you take aim and you fire and this it just blows a hole through the frickin tree Rachel uh, blows like I'm picturing like icy kind of yeah like frost emanating like, yeah, from totally. the barrel of the gun so she kind of like blows that aside and looks at the gun and says, I aim to do a lot of good with this. Just promise me that if you ever have a, a crisis of faith in yourself that you're not going to hang yourself from a tree again. I, I didn't know that I'd be hanging from a tree. I'm sorry. He said, when he said you can get wisdom, I thought he meant like we'd have a cup of tea and a conversation. True power is rarely granted from mundane means. Yeah, I learned that. And she kind of rubs at her neck. neck. There's some more wisdom for you. Well, it's good to have you back. You can ride with me. Uh, And I think... Yeah, you you ride out and and she's like, yep, let's get back to town. We've got... uh, We've got some work to do. Deadlands and Savage Worlds are the property of Pinnacle Entertainment Group. All content is used unofficially under the Savage Media Network license. Find more of their great products at pegging.com. Sound effects by Plate Mill Games and Battlebarts. Music provided by the Eaglestone Collective with additional tracks by Danheim. You can find links to all of the above in the show description. Thank you, listener, for joining us for this episode. If you've enjoyed our show, please consider leaving a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform. We'd really appreciate it. And also, feel free to contact us via rvrpodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at rvrpodcast, or join us on our Discord. We'd love to hear from you, and as always, have a wonderful whatever time of day it is for you, and we'll catch you next time.